I don't know. Did I tell you the story about how I asked another human being to have an adult play date this week? Uh, Did I tell you that story? You have not told me that story. Okay, cool. I've got a good story for you to begin. It's story time, baby. Um, so I've been going back to jujitsu, Muay Thai, judo, right? Uh, and actually, I've got I've got a double story for you because I think I told you about the huge dude who showed up to sparring the other day, right? I think yeah. Did I tell you about that? Okay, so a little bit. Two things happened at Muay Thai on Saturday, which was really great. Like I've I've loved getting back into this community and like you know just punching each other, kicking the crap out of each other, having a good time. <laughs> um, but like respectfully, right? Like these are the rules. We're learning combat. We're helping make each other better at this. So like it's a really I just love the space. I love doing that. I've been doing a lot of jump rope. I've been doing a lot of like conditioning training. I'm getting back down to like what I would call my like my competitive weight, which for me is like closer to 185, 190, which it, it ends up looking very thin on me, you know, because like I can get up to 215 and be like a pit bull of a person, you know, or I can like shrink down to like 185, 190 and be like a runner, like a gazelle, you know. Um, but I've been going back and first I ran into this guy, Grayson. I don't have I told you about Grayson. Uh, maybe super impressive dude like always doing cool body lifts really into functional training just awesome stuff and i've never known how to approach him and just like ask to like hang out and like work out sometime because it's his job he's a professional trainer he takes care of people he's on youtube tiktok facebook instagram like he's all over training like giving people tips on training picking up new clients and he runs a gym out of his house um called i think basic strength um but so he's like he's just really awesome impressive dude looks like a viking and i've always wanted to just like hang out we've crossed each other's paths a few times we're always like running across each other but never like properly linking up so then on saturday i just walked up to him and i was like dude all right brass tacks <laughs> like i i don't need a trainer obviously like I, I would love to do some like workout with you though. Like, so here's, here's how I want to ask this. Would you like to have an adult play date? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, Oh hell yeah, dude. Like it awesome. was great. It was like the best react. I was like, cause you never know how somebody's going to react. And I think a lot of times before you ask something like that, you can like talk yourself out of it. You know, you can psych yourself out and be like, no, that's weird. You know? But like, yeah. I just led with my best foot and was like, was like, this is the best way I can pitch it. Like if, if you're not cool with that, or if you don't have a lot of time, if you're training people, like that's fine. But like, I just wanted to say, Hey, I think it would be cool to like work out, hang out and be friends. Um, and he was totally down with that. So that's really cool. And then, uh, at the same uh, Muay Thai sparring session because I've, I've been going in for sparring on Saturdays which has been great because like either Donnie or Kelby runs it and like we just do two minute rounds so you're like you know you're going anywhere from like 50 to like 90 percent sometimes depending on who you're against like really just kind of pushing yourself putting the work in trying to trying out some combos some positioning some footwork stuff like that and uh this guy comes in this Saturday. We First off, we had like the biggest class we've ever had for sparring, which was awesome. But then this guy comes in and the whole room shifts around this dude. It was like an anime moment. Like he, the dude comes in, he's six foot six easily. Like he might even be taller than that. 
300 pounds he he told me after the fact and has had 23 professional fights under his belt now i don't know him you did tell me that yeah okay so i don't know this guy when he first walks in but i can feel everybody else sensing how much they don't want to spar with this guy (laughs) and he brings in another guy who's named uh, so these guys are josh and chad and chad's training for a fight and i think josh is like his trainer like he's like one of his bros but like also kind of he's the guy who'll be in his corner like when they announce him right so chad's training for a fight chad's pretty jacked he and i are about the same size um and like we do some good training like we're, we're hitting each other throwing some good combos some kicks and stuff and he's obviously like leagues beyond me because this is only my third time sparring maybe like eighth time doing muay thai and i've got some decent instincts but that doesn't make you good mm. you know um and in my brain when i see this guy and like i'm like oh okay he's just here to like train obviously because he's like talking to these other guys and he hasn't done anything yet then he goes and puts on uh pads <laughs> And he puts on gloves and I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) this dude's here. Like this big guy, Josh, is here to like F like not F somebody up, but to spar. And uh, my brain was like, "Okay, you can avoid him like this entire time. There's enough people here. You can go and spar with anybody else and just avoid him or. (laughs) And this is where like I have like, you know, I have like two sides of my brain. I have the side that's like. That's like, okay, you can avoid him. You don't really need that right now. Be easy on yourself. Like, you know, whatever. And then I have the side of my brain that's still very much programmed for. Maybe that's exactly the reason that you need to go and spar with this guy right now. Right? So, like, <laughs> that side won out. And my impulsive brain, like, not Im- I don't want to call it impulsive, but my brain that sees a challenge and is like, we have to do the challenge. I'm like, all right, I'm going to spar with this guy next round. So I spar with him next round. This dude, Odie, I swear to God, <laughs> I have never – he didn't even hit me full on. And I, and he got me with a really nice right hook to the face, and I have never <laughs> been hit so hard in my life. Like, I <laughs> I straight up, like, usually, like, I'll, if I take, like, a, a punch to the face, I'll kind of, like, shake it off, maybe make a noise, right? This dude hit me so hard, I held up a glove and was like, all right, one second. <laughs> I was like, hold on, man. I'm, I'm going to need, like, 30 seconds from that. That oh is that was, that was a lot. Well, he's – dude, to, it, you see, we were just talking about anime. Like, I was throwing, like, jab combos and level changes on this guy and actually throwing, like, pretty good punches because, like, I, I was feeling him out at first and doing some taps and stuff. But then I started putting a little weight into it. And I think that's probably why he clocked me in the face. But like, <laughs> I was like, but I even putting weight into it as like I'm at 200 pounds right now. Even putting weight into it, like this, he didn't even move. Like it was like punching a tree, you know. Like Jesus. and then, and then just all of a sudden, one of the branches that like maybe had like you know 300 pounds of force behind it just came and clocked me. And I was like, okay, wow, all right, sweet. I was waiting. I, but it was what was it was like a. It was like a lesson that I didn't know I needed was like, hey, by the way, you might be like, okay, and you can spar pretty decently with all these guys and you haven't been hit in the face hard yet. Get ready. Right. Like (laughs) it was a nice reminder. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. (laughs) I I think that's the only way to look at it. Like sometimes life is going to punch you in the fucking face, man. (laughs) Like, Yeah, that's more like. uh life like held you down put on brass knuckles and just went at you for a minute <laughs> but you know like to each their own cap to each their own yeah, 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 yeah. well i chose the brass knuckles Odie. all right um you ready to clap <laughs> yes
three, two, one. Speaking of Look, hitting I, your own face. I have both hands today. Oh. Um, Odie. I'm here. You do the intro this time. Welcome back to On the On Pop Podcast, a podcast potpourri of fun times and weird shenanigans that some might call it one long comedic yes and bit. I am your co-host, Odie Matthews, the chef cooking up content they them. With me as always is the other co-host. Kevin Miner, El Capitan, Todo Siempre, en esta barca. Uh, Kevin Miner, he him. Loving it. That was a great intro, Odie. You crushed it. Um, I, you're going to get promoted if you keep crushing things like this. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Uh, speaking of promotions, can we pause for a second? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by silence. This episode is brought to you by 15 seconds of silence. <laughs> okay. Do you want to... Uh, how do I resync? All right, yeah, let's clap again. Ready? <gasps> One, two, three. All right, perfect. Um, so, Odie, I'm here. I thought <laughs> when you said "hold on a second, I legitimately thought you were gonna start reading off ad reel. I can't. So then I just paused, <laughs> and then I was like, "This this podcast is brought to you by 15 seconds of silence." And I thought that you picked up on the fact that I was referencing ad reel. And then you started talking to me about a real world thing <laughs> and not something that exists in the fictional yes and land of this podcast. And it really threw me off. Like I was like, wait, hold, my brain had to completely like hit the brake, like, like not pump the brakes, slam on the brakes, change direction. <laughs> like it was too much. I kind of um, saw that in your eyes when I started talking and you were like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then uh, I was, did you stop recording? <laughs> like this, <laughs> this sounds like something we don't record for, Odie. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, Odie, what are we what are we covering in this episode of the podcast all before right. I even edit last week's episode because I've been like so fucking <laughs> at the time of recording, oh, dude. Life has been overwhelming dude. this week, uh, in <laughs> in good and bad ways. You know, yeah. Um, Feel but that definitely overwhelming. And but here's what's good. Uh, before we even get into what we're talking about, I got my Christmas shopping fucking done, dude. I get it done. All I have to do are write cards. And this is just like, I'm not going out of my way for everybody. I'm doing immediate family, right? I'm mm. doing a couple people in the office. And then I'm doing a big, like, nice thank you letter to my boss, uh, who's been amazing this year. And then I'm doing... Um, uh, gift cards for locks of bagel staff because they're just the fucking best. Like they take great care of me every time I'm there. I have a great conversation or a nice experience. And like, they know my order. Like I was like, they deserve more than just the tip money that I'm giving them. Like they mm. deserve a little extra. Thank you. Especially this season. You know, like I feel at home when I'm there, it's really great. So That's good. Yeah. So I got that out of the way, even though this week has been like absolutely crazy. And I'm even like, I'm a little, I don't know if you can hear, I'm a little stuffy. Like I'm, I'm a little worn down. I'm tired. Like, but I'm, I'm doing everything I can to rally so that we can have a great episode. I can tell you're a little worn down. Cause you had me do the intro. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you can hear it, but like I said, super stuffy right here. I even had to like, I took today off already anyway, 
but I even had to like message some people who I would normally take calls from even on a day off and just be like, look, I'm not feeling good today. I'm, I'm not doing it today. Mm. Like, yeah. Thank you for like reaching out or thank you for being in the office. Thank you for doing your job. Thank you for showing up. I'm not there. Like, and I'm not, I can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? We, cause, uh, I ended up with a lot of free time all of a sudden out of nowhere. Woo! Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's not free time. It's creative time. It's exactly. Time for you to become creative. the YouTube and TikTok person you always <laughs> were meant to be. This is my chance to shine. Um, well, I think it'd be fun uh, because I told you that next year I want to go see a new movie every weekend. I'm kind of coming back. I usually do like a big year of watching movies and I take like a year or two off where I don't watch as much. And this is coming up on a year of time to get back into watching movies. So I figured it'd be kind of fun just because I know uh, we both saw, I I would say we saw a decent amount of movies this year. I know I did. I I somehow manage as someone who does not go out of his way to consume a lot of entertainment I somehow managed to, over the course of a year, see a lot. Yes. Or or hear a very apt review of a lot of things and kind of understand mm. the concept because every story is just being retold, like, right? Yeah, um, but like, <laughs> pretty much. But ultimately, like, hear an apt review enough to the point where, like, I wouldn't talk about it in depth, but I kind of have a sense of what it is. And if I go watch it eventually, I'm, I feel good about it. You know, like, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, you probably watched a lot. I I definitely I'm a consumer in that aspect. Like I definitely went to the movies a dozen times this year. So yeah, I, with it. and I yeah. Um, so I will say that the first half of the year, January. We're just gonna mm-hmm. jump into this. I think January is pretty much known as like a dumping ground. Uh, yeah. Typically, movies that people don't think are gonna do super well. Uh, the yeah. big release in January was Mithrigan. Megan. I didn't. Yep. I didn't see that. Did you see that? I did see Mithrigan this year. Because, okay. Oh, we should uh, also say. Sorry. Like I said, Chloe likes spooky movies. We were True. talking about it. We ended up, yeah. So we should say uh, we are ranking these just to, just because we're gonna go. They're either good, they're bad. So they're yeah. either more good or more bad, or we didn't see it. Mithrigan was good. I mean, it was you know, it's the new child's play. Like it's it's AI, uh, nightmare fuel mm. slash a doll, right? And what's creepier than a doll that has like the built-in uncanny valley aspect of really looking she as close to human look. as it could be yeah she really does and and it's like just enough not human that it throws you off and i think that's that sets an ambiance for the film that was really good uh obviously there's like the the dance scene that everybody knows um and really like at the end of the day they did a really good job of making it believable like it wasn't like like the doll didn't get possessed, you know. It was just like this. It was doll just a is, robot, is right? Built. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. crazy robot. It, well, and as its emotions developed, it got more intense, you know, because like who know, you know, like you should watch it. It's pretty good. It's a good watch. It's not something like I'll see it. Like I said, it's on my I list. Go out of my way to watch it again. But if someone was like, "Yo, let's watch Mithrigan," I'd be like, "Hell yeah!" Also. <laughs> I love that we're just calling it Mithrigan because of the Weekly Planet. Oh but, yeah, like, that is what it is. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, 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 what's the it's second? Megan, what's the sequel going to be called? Mithrigan. 
Oh. Mo- no, it's going to be a new a new uh, a new doll called Morgan, but it's going to be Morgan. <laughs> They're just skipping one and two and going straight and to three and, and it's going to be androgynous, which will make it even Ooh. scarier. Like you won't know if it's a boy or a girl. Oh no 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 no! Wait, maybe maybe the boy because you've seen the boy, right? Mm. The possessive oh, doll. Like it's not just a doll that's possessed; it's possessive. Maybe the boy will fall in love with Mathrigan, and then they'll <gasps> they'll procreate uh, Bride of Chucky style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's where we're going. We're going right. into the and creepy doll of, universe. And then seed of Megan. And then yeah. yeah all the, or then not we'll Megan. Do, but yeah. Uh, we'll do um. What's the other where? Or what's the other creepy one with the lady that rips out people's tongues? The puppet one where everybody dies. Oh God. Dies. Uh, Donnie dead Wahlberg's silence. In it. Dead silence. And then we'll get Dead Silence mm-hmm. too. I hate that I know that movie. Isn't already. No, that one's not bad. No, like but like the the ripping out the tongues, like the idea of someone ripping out my tongue makes me uncomfortable. Oh, and they made it look so gross. Yeah, too. I know. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was so good. All right. Other going. so other big movies that came out in January. Uh, yes. I didn't see any of these, but the Gerard Butler plane movie, uh, Tom Hanks, A Man Called Otto, and in, you know how I feel about Tom Hanks. Yeah, me too. Yep. And then uh, Infinity Pool was another big one that I didn't see. <gasps> I did want to see Infinity Pool, and I haven't seen it. Me yet. either. I need to yep. put that on my list of 2023 yep. catch up. And then the Netflix movie You People, the Eddie Murphy. Uh, what's his name? Jonah I did Hill. not see that Me intentionally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff that we didn't see in January. February. February. Did you see Knock at the Cabin in Night Shyamala? No. I did. And I would say uh, bad. Okay. Cool. Because. That's all I need. Yeah. But, look, it has so much promise. And I think the concept is really cool. And I'm just going to spoil it. It is. Okay. The four people, it's Dave Batista, and then yeah. I forget the other three people. What and a then, year for Dave Batista. Dude, I he okay, so he's what really year. he's great in it. And then it's got um uh, uh what's the guy's name from Hamilton and also Mindhunter. Uh doesn't matter. Anyways, basically okay. it's these two guys and they have an adopted daughter and they go to this cabin and these four strangers show up okay. and they basically say, like, you have to sacrifice somebody or the world's gonna end. And the symbolism oh. is that the four people represent the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, like, legit. Like, they don't kill anybody. They don't sacrifice anybody. And then the world ends. It's, like, a really, yeah. like, it kind of goes. Did you see Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. It kind of goes that direction at the end where it's, like, oh, like, because they didn't sacrifice the kids, like, the gods are actually going to destroy the world. Like, it goes that oh, cool. direction. Okay. But, That's like, cool. it's just not executed well. Oh. So, um, yeah. And then there was, uh, magic Mike, the last dance. Uh, I've not seen a single magic Mike movie and that is not (laughs) for like, it's not for homophobia. Uh, reasons. like, I just saw it. I'm like, that movie's not for me. That's okay. Yeah. Me either. I saw the first one and I was like, I get, this is supposed to be like a drama, but like, I don't. mm. Yeah. Uh, well, and then we already had Magic Mike, like, in the 90s. It was called The Full Monty, and it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Did you see that? Nope. I did, and it was bad. Actively skipped. So I think that this is when I officially was like, no more Marvel for me. I did see the second mm. Doctor Strange movie, mm. and I watched a few of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. But, like, each time I watched something after Infi- – after- spider-man no way home yeah i everything i saw after that like i slowly became more like no 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 and now i'm just like not even a little okay um it was just bad like it was just boring uh and then cocaine bear 
I did see Cocaine Bear. I liked Cocaine Bear. Uh, cocaine, cocaine Bear, good. Right? I was, like, it's I, fun. It, 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 the, the movie is the title. Mm-hmm. There you go, right? Like, and... And it's like they did it in a meaningful, believable yeah. way, and it just kind of yeah, and, and like the th- the thrills are there, and that's all you want. It's a roller yeah. coaster, right? It's a roller coaster. Some movies mm. are just a roller coaster, and that's how a lot Facts. of Marvel movies should be. They should just be a roller coaster, like Martin Scorsese where you go said. Go and watch it once or twice, and call it a freaking day, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and Scorsese wasn't wrong. Like he, no, I think I think he was like. I think he was misinterpreted because he was saying that they ruined cinema and cinema as anybody who gets really into entertainment knows is very different from just a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't call Ant-Man quantum mania cinema. You know, you, you would call it a blockbuster movie or at least an attempt at a blockbuster movie. Right. You know, but it's not cinema. Cinema is like, you know, Goodfellas. Like uh, the, I would even say Lord of the Rings does. It, it leans more into the cinematic side yeah. than the blockbuster side. Okay, I think that's a pretty. Yeah. Like, I think that some stuff is objective in what's cinema and then some people you could be a little subjective. But I think yeah. superhero movies for what the source material is. Yeah should be a roller coaster but that also is just a personal opinion um i agree then yeah but cocaine bear they took a really like one instance where a bear ate cocaine and died and turned it into a crazy story and i i enjoyed which it. is great yeah that's fine do it yeah okay. why not march yep uh did you see creed 3 no i did not see i haven't seen anything since creed 1 yes uh did you see operation fortune ruse de gare no I did. It's uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, of course. It's a Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie film that got delayed multiple years because of the war with Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine's war with Russia, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, because the villains are Ukrainian in this. And mm. at the time it was supposed to come out, obviously, like they end up. So it ended up finally coming out and Guy Ritchie just kind of like si- silently put it out to streaming and he was kind of OK with it. But I'll admit. I really enjoyed this movie. I think okay. it's, it's super stupid. But like, in okay. a, it's not like so bad. It's good. It's just yeah. Like, this movie knows it's stupid and it leans well into it. It's literally about like this evil guy who wants. It's Josh Hartnett who I really like. Um, okay, Aubrey, I like that. Aubrey Plaza, Hugh Grant, okay. Jason Statham, okay. and basically okay. Hugh Grant's the the evil guy, and he's like, I love this actor, Josh Josh Hartnett's character. And so mm-hmm. this American agency contracts Jason Statham and his team to infiltrate. But Jason Statham is kind of playing like a character from like his character from Spy, Rick Ford, where he's kind of like, I ripped my arm off, beat someone to death with it and sewed it back on. Like, yeah. you know, like that yeah, kind yeah. of character. Yeah. And so, like, it's just I'm going to watch this today. Oh, my God. I'm watching this again. Like, okay. I'm, I, it's, it's really fucking funny. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's meant to be funny, but it's really funny. Cool. Uh, Guy Ritchie films usually like they have a lot of serious beats that I think ring com- comedic, and that's yeah. just a, that's a comment to how he writes. Yeah, I sure. believe. Yeah. Um. Okay. Scream Six. I liked. Saw. Good. I yep. thought it was good. Um. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not much to say yep. about that. Uh, yeah, it was good. It 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 did a couple interesting things. The end kind of falls apart, but yeah. like whatever. It's yeah. fine. It's good. I mean, I kind of. It's a, a franchise slasher film. Like, mm. we're not expecting the moon on this. Yeah, and I kind of wish that, like, because Scream 7 is pretty much dead now because Jenna Ortega, the other lead, like, you know, nobody's yeah. really coming like back. Yeah, and it's, like, it's a bunch of stuff, right? And 
Scream Seven's just gonna be Matthew Lillard plugging all of well, his future projects and killing people. So that's what <laughs> that's what kind of bothers me is I feel like Scream Six should have been the definitive finale, and they should have just brought back Matthew Lillard's character and yeah. had him been like the one that's kind of been orchestrating stuff. Like I think it yeah, would we be, talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, the movie Sixty Five with Adam Driver. Did you see that? Nope. I did, and holy crap. From the writer of The Quiet Place, starring Adam yeah. Driver, about where he lands on Earth when the dinosaurs are still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is Turok the Dinosaur Hunter, but prehistoric times Dude, Adam Driver style. Yeah, got it. How can you miss this hard? This movie was so boring. It is so yeah, boring. It, isn't it just um, father-daughter issues, but prehistoric? Pretty much. I mean, he fights like three dinosaurs the entire thing, and then it ends with the meteors that killed the dinosaurs hitting the planet as they're escaping. Yeah. So none of yeah. it mattered. No. So it none of it mattered. Didn't. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I think. I think. I think the Triceratops family had more drama in the Land Before Time than Dude, this movie sounds like it had. Facts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, go. Uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Did you see that? No. Of course, of course not. not. No. Oh, of course no. not. D- is it? Is it DC? Yeah. Then no. No, of course not. Neither did Likelihood, I. Likelihood, no. Um. John Wick Chapter 4. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yep. That was good. Good. Um, it's good. Roller coaster. Kind it's of fine. ready for those movies to be over. Yeah, same. Uh, but that universe isn't. We're going to get all the exp- – that's like Paramount and fucking – quick tirade. Uh, mm-hmm. Paramount, Amazon. Peacock. Uh, Peacock, a- Max. Like all, all the companies – that like had their global retreats at the end of last year were like we're only leaning into franchises which to me means a homogeny of material over the course of the next two years that i'm going to hate so i have started buying books uh to prepare for the lack of entertainment that's going to exist visually as far as stimulus goes um (laughs) and i'm very happy that i started doing that now i'm already really enjoying them i'm re like i reread Soon Tzu's The Art of War. I went finally back through Slewfoot and read it in one sitting recently, and that was great. I love Brahm. Um, getting back into like the more literary side of things, I think it it does it does a lot more for you than just watching something. Mm. So yeah, I agree because I tried to watch the John Wick show on Peacock, Con- the Continental, and like mm-hmm. I'll admit, the dude who plays Young Winston had me hooked but the rest of it just like it's falling apart i don't know like i wouldn't even say it fell apart i just like it was it was interesting to the point where i was like okay i I like the episode i'm watching but Mm -hmm. it ended and i'm like i just don't know if it's interesting enough for me to keep watching yeah which is saying something it's also meant for second screen viewing which is a topic i'm sure is going to keep coming up more yeah i mean given the fact that i'm still watching monarch and (laughs) i know dude that last episode was still bad and i'm still watching anyways you um, know my rule if it's bad i'm dropping i'll tell you when it gets good again episodes i'll tell you when it gets good again. send me a highlight reel of the monster fights that's all i got you got you um uh, here's a movie that i think we both liked dungeons and dragons honor among thieves oh brilliant absolutely great phenomenal loved it yeah yeah i really was good. a big fan once again it's a roller coaster have i watched it since no would i watch it again yes i've it's seen it good. twice i it's saw good. it in theaters and then we watched it again at home and i think it's oh, good i turned it on when i was sleepy one day but i don't think that counts as watching something mm. like when i because sometimes like i've watched dune like if you count that i've watched dune like 200 times yeah right? i was gonna say i've watched but a lot really of <laughs> i've only watched dune like 50 times you know oh, only 50 yeah of course um <laughs> Did you see Murder Mystery 2? No. Okay, me either. Um, did you see the Tetris movie? 
No. Okay, me either. Um, oh, with um, with Taron Egerton. Yes, I do want to see that. Okay, uh, it's go. on Apple. Yeah. Um. Okay, I've been meaning to see this movie and I haven't yet, but Air. The Ben Affleck, Michael Jordan, Nike Air movie. The the, the Nike pro- Nike product placement, the movie. Yeah, yeah, that one. I haven't yeah, seen that no, yet. I have not seen that yet. <laughs> um, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yes, we're in so, April well, now. We, we talked about that. Um, and I thought it was good. I thought it was good, and it was a kids movie, and that's it. We're great. It's Done. good for a kids movie. I'm gonna say good just because for what it is, like you said, a kids movie. But- it's. It's ages five and up. Like if you hand me a board game that's ages five and up and it's not the most mentally stimulating and thought provoking thing I've ever had, I'm not going to be mad at it. You know, like, no, that's true. Like, yeah, like it's like if Pokemon, the like it, imagine if like a new Pokemon animated feature came out and people were like, it just didn't have the depth I wanted. It's like, what the fuck are you talking what about? What does that even mean? It's a movie where it's, it's a movie about a universe where it's legally okay to have animals just fight each other. <laughs> like, yeah, what? This is, like, what are you expecting? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, uh, oh geez. Okay. Well, we're in April. Uh, Renfield. Uh, brilliant. I loved Bad. it. It was so good. I, I thought it was I thought Renfield was good. Uh, I I thought it was it was a nice meta commentary. The but the comedy was just silly and stupid. So I I enjoyed both elements of it. I was like, good commentary, decent stupid comedy. That's all I was looking for. I didn't like it. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, did you see the movie Ghosted with Anna De Armas and uh, Chris Evans no. on Apple TV? I did, and um, everyone keeps saying it's one of the worst movies of the year, and they are right. Okay. Yeah, it's well, bad. Well, there we go. Apple um, TV. Dude, not, 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 it turns out not all hits. No, it's not. Because, like, how do you get Chris Evans and Ana de Armas, who, like, are two attractive, big, huge, like, yeah. just on top, and they have zero chemistry? Ugh. Ah. Uh, well, um, that's bad writing. Yeah. Did you see Bo is Afraid? The, um... No, I've just seen uh, the memes. <laughs> what is that? Um, is it, isn't it Ya-Queen, uh, Jacqueen, Phoenix? Fin- Jacqueen Phoenix? Jacqueen? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Um, Jacqueen? Another Guy Ritchie film, uh, The Covenant, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. I didn't see that, though. Have you watched the new season of Fargo? I have never seen Fargo. You just unwittingly did a bit from the new season of Fargo, which is amazing, by the way. Oh, cool. But uh, they... John Hamm, who's like a very like Midwestern guy, reads someone's name and says, "All right, well, Agent Jacqueen," and they, and they go, "It's Joaquin." (laughs) I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) So you just did the same thing, anyway. Oh wow, that was on accident. Um, I know you saw this one, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, great. I didn't see it. Perfect. It was a dude. It was a perfect film, and there's not really like a twist in it so much as like. Like when you get to the end and you remember the beginning, you're like, "Oh, cool!" <laughs> like oh. that's it. Yeah, it's really good. I liked it a lot. I might eventually watch it. It's dark, man. I mean, mm. it's like everybody in that movie has problems. Uh, they're all family related problems, and then there's you know evil spirits show up and they start fucking everybody up. It's great. Makes sense. Um, okay, here is a movie that I don't know. I don't think anybody got to see, but it's called. Uh, Sisu, it's a nor. I think it's either Norwegian or Swedish. I haven't seen it. Um, it's a World War Two, John Wick style movie, and it is oh, about cool. a um a group of Nazis who cross this farmer, who struck gold, and he is ex 
I want to say he was like Swiss or sweet. Like, I, I can't remember what part of Europe he was from, but he was from like a smaller country. And he was like special forces. And basically they hmm. like attack him and steal the gold and try to take off with it. Cause it's like at the end of world war two. And he's like, uh-huh. nah, fuck that. And he just world war two style, like fucks these guys up. And like John wick four was good. And like the action's yeah. good. Yeah. But I think this was a better John Wick movie this year. It, so so it's old man action revenge porn a la World War II Home Alone. Yeah, but like yeah. I would say the old man revenge porn part of it though. Like I would not get it mistaken with like when Stallone or Schwarzenegger or one of those guys does like – or like Bruce Willis does like an old man revenge flick. Like this is – Or what's his name? Uh, the guy who's the worst at it, uh, 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 Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, yeah, like this, <laughs> this actually feels like – I mean because yeah. like – yeah, because like I said, he's like, it's good. I liked it a lot. I thought it yeah, was good. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy, I didn't see. Did you see that? Uh, yes, and uh, we talked about it. Oh, yeah, we did. And remember, we did. And I, and I said, I liked the changes. I liked that they gave the female characters more agency. Was the writing great? No. Once again, is it for kids? Yes. So, like, <laughs> what am I expecting here? You know, like, it's it's a, it's a, it's a young adult right like i wouldn't go back and read twilight and be like oh yeah this is horrible dribble. like <laughs> even back when it came out i didn't think it was that great but like you can't criticize a young adult thing as an adult saying that it doesn't have the depth and complexity that you wanted but they actually did a good job of introducing some elements uh playing with the characters of hook and pan a little more yeah i like what they did with tiger lily because they didn't just remove her they didn't blank slate the fact that there are just native americans in this world you know yeah we talked but about they, that yeah, and they put her and her tribe in in a meaningful but smaller way. So, like, I thought that was good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're into May. Yep. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Absolutely. I loved it. it oh, good. you did? Yeah. It's funny because, like, that is apparently, like, one of the best Marvel movies, apparently. No. Just, like, in general is everyone what everyone says. No, and, like, everyone's like, you should be seeing that one. And I'm like, I... I'm not invested in the Guardians characters like everybody else. And, like, even if it's a good story, like, I just don't care. Yeah. And especially now knowing, like, oh, it's just a Guardian story. Like, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is just a Guardian story. Um, it It's kind of – you can tell from the get-go that James Gunn was wrapping it up right like you can really tell like every character gets an important moment every character gets a little homage all of the stuff that could have been fleshed out over the course of maybe two or three more films gets done up real quick and i was fine with it like whatever it's yeah um it was good it wasn't great that's it you know like it's done cool i'm not gonna see it so i'm gonna say the same thing about it that i said about finishing doing the adams family musical glad to have done it glad it's over (laughs) like Love it. Yeah. Um, here's a great movie this year that I think we both loved. Yeah, hit me. Fast X. Uh, I did not see it. <gasps> yeah, it's okay. D- okay, so okay. here's the only thing that I want to say about this movie. Just send me a highlight reel of, uh, of the monsters Jason fighting? Momoa. Oh, okay. No, of Jason Momoa. <laughs> okay. He's the best part of that movie. Yeah, just send um, me a highlight reel of Jason we, Momoa in that movie, and I'll be, I'll be cool with it. We talked about this movie, I'm pretty sure, or I did at least. And the you only, did. My favorite part about this movie, right? Like, again, I weirdly like the Fast and Furious movies. Like, they're my guilty pleasure. 100%, they're my guilty pleasure. Yeah. But... My favorite part about this movie is when I was sitting in theaters and like I had taken some gummies, but I just remember at the end of the movie, you know, 
Dom is at the bottom of this like ravine where there's like a dam and he's got his son and he just yeah. watched the plane of all the other main characters crash and burn. Spoilers alert. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the guy that he was helping him is actually against him and he it's the guy that's playing Reacher and Dom uh Jason Momoa is there. And I'm just like, wow, wouldn't it be really fucking funny if like they just ended the movie? Like just not even like really set anything up. They just like they just said, like they're just literally panning around all the stuff I said, and I was like, "Wouldn't it just be funny if they just like ended the movie?" And then I'm not kidding. Five yeah. seconds later, yeah. it just cuts to black and the credits roll, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so we're doing it like this." Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I think I think you know. I'm just I'm not into the fast universe. Like I, it's for me like if you put the movie on and we were hanging out, I'd probably watch it and talk at the same time. You know, like I'd probably be like, Oh yeah, yeah huh, that's funny. Like, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Nice, nice stunt, you know, mm. whatever. And, and then I'd probably make fun of it. Honestly, you know, I don't watch these movies. Like I don't rewatch any of them. The only yeah. one that I've rewatched outside of theaters is fast five, <laughs> fast five. But the funny thing is, dude, is we could sit here like we could we could record another episode after this and I could be like, all right, I'm going to walk you through all 10 movies start to finish. And I guarantee yeah. you I wouldn't miss a beat because I live in my head rent free. Dude, I rewatched part of uh, Tokyo Drift this year. I think it was because oh. um, I was just, it, once again, like I'm just tired. I'll turn whatever on while I'm falling asleep. It doesn't matter. But I remember looking at the screen and just being like. What a weird universe. It like, is a weird universe. Yeah, just what a what a weird, weird universe this was. Um, yep. And it's just it. easy to remember them because they're so – at the end of the day, like, they're such a plain plot line. I f yeah, I feel like when I see them, I'm like I, – I don't call them good or bad. I'm just kind of like, all right, cool, whatever. If you were to press yeah. me for an opinion, I'd probably lean toward bad because there's more bad moments than good in my opinion. Like, the moments that are good are just like – it's not Kitchy, very many cheesy tropey action <laughs> yeah. things yeah, yeah that's it um all right i'll move on from fast x uh okay. we'll be talking about that again next year when the second part comes out and i go see great. it great um wait. the little mermaid i never saw that did you loved it it was okay. great nice yeah. yeah good very good uh the you know spoiler alert the only like if you haven't seen the little mermaid uh <laughs> the only big change is that ariel once again she has a little more agency mm. uh in this film i like that uh, both times I saw Disney films that were kind of reimagined this year, uh, they didn't make it that the female's always right. They didn't make it that she was like uh, unbeatable, powerful, whatever it was. They just gave her more agency and that was it. And like, that's cool. Like, I like that we're adapting these stories over time to give women more agency. And I think when we do that without making it too overt, <clears throat> Rings of Power, uh, that it's a good thing. No, and like, I went back and I tried to watch Rings of Power recently and I was like, oh yeah, this is bad. I haven't yeah, watched this it. This was bad. Um, it's really, it's beautiful. And there are there are multiple scenes in every episode that make an entire watch through of it worth it, hmm. but they're much like I would be critical of say the Fast and the Furious movies. There are more bad moments than good, right? So like at the end of the day, bad. Mm. But <laughs> if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you can probably stomach your way through it. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm yeah. still trying to get my like build up myself to watch the Lord of the Rings movies for the second time. I've only ever yeah. seen those movies once, and I'm still trying it, to like. It was also <laughs> really good to uh, well, I just rewatched them for like I don't know the umpteenth millionth yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like, uh, it was it was really good in that uh show spoiler alert there they show mount doom becoming mount doom mm. and that scene alone is amazing i'll youtube it okay um june 
uh, arguably just because of the movies that came out this year, I would say this is probably in the top 10 of the best movies of the year. Spider-Man, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Yep. I mean, I, good. I, so here's the, here's the only thing I'm going to say about this movie because it's, Mm -hmm. it's good, but given the state of what we know about what's supposed to be the third movie in this franchise and the fact that it could just never happen because of the animators that quit and the long delay and the fact that there's no information about it, it could either just not happen, which would make this movie bad because then it would end on a cliffhanger, never resolved, or the next one, they could fumble it. Yeah, true. So, um, we'll see. Yeah. I, I thought it was good just cause like it was entertaining. It was a little long, but all the parts in it were good. Nice little cameo yeah, from Donald Glover. Like, cool moments. Yeah. Um, this movie, Transformers Rise of the Beast, I want to talk about and What's My Jam, because I watched it like yesterday in preparation okay. for this, because it was one of the movies that came out this year that I was like, I should watch that, because I've seen all the other Transformers movies. Yeah. And, um, dude, I have... Just, I have... just say good, bad, or... Just say good or bad. So bad, it's good. So okay, bad, it's good. funny. Nah. All right. So bad, it's okay. funny. Right, um, Jake Straction Extraction Two. Did you see that? No, I didn't even see uh, Extraction so One. So I watched the first ten minutes of this movie, mm-hmm. and then I turned it off. Yeah, no. It's, um, once again, like you're talking about a universe that I just don't care about. And like, yeah, there, we're, we live we live in, an, in a time in the <laughs> world where there there are so many stories that could be consumed at any given moment. And I think going back into what I was saying, like. Part of the reason I'm happy to get back into reading is like it's slower, it's more intentional, and I'm just doing one at a time, you know, um, versus consuming like five different stories every week, which I did a lot this year. And I think like looking back on it, I don't think that's always great, you know? Yeah. Like, no. How much of it do you really remember? You know, like I there are, there are probably like five things that I saw this year, maybe 10 that I like really remember, really loved, you know? I remember see that's funny because because I'm trying to, you know, hopefully sooner than later do direct my own short film. Like yeah. I remember everything I consume when it comes to movies cuz if they're bad, I remember them on in, in for what not to do. Um mm-hmm. speaking of what not to do, The Flash June 16th, 2023. I don't remember did you see The Flash? It's DC. Uh no. Okay, so yeah. I did pass i did i saw it yeah um look here's the thing hindsight it's not it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be it's not the worst film of the year like mm-hmm. there's way worse movies that came out this year's like transformers or other movies that we'll talk about it, the flash is not good but i will say that like for what it is it's not as bad as people are saying it's yeah. bad but like the hate it's getting, I feel like, is from people that, like, didn't see the movie and just are like, oh, it was bad? Okay, like, fuck this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bandwagoners, you should watch it, like, before you say it's bad. Because okay. some people actually like this movie. Okay. They're psychos, but they do. Um, did you see Elemental? Yeah. What did you think? I didn't I see it. I saw it at the drive-ins, and it was okay. Okay. It was fine. Cool. Yep. So Once again, kids movie, yep. right? Like, so you say good? It was good. Yeah, okay. it was fine. Did you see it no was hard Pixar film? It was like, what if elements had feelings and dreams and aspirations <laughs> and bad relationships with their parents? Uh, right? Like that's it. Yep. Uh, did you see No Hard Feelings? The Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. And what did you good. think? I didn't see it. It was good. Uh oh. It was funny. 
I mean, I've heard that people think it's funny. So, like, I mean, it's just the plot to me. I'm like, I, I don't think I would enjoy that. Like, I don't find that kind of stuff funny. So, I'm just not going to. It was good. It was funny. It was over. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to go into a movie that I'm like, oh, I don't like this type of comedy because then I typically just don't enjoy it. And that's not fair. I mean, it's 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 actually pretty funny. It's not bad. Good. Um, This is in my top five of my favorite movies this year. Uh, to me. Asteroid City. I fucking love it. Okay. I love Wes Anderson. This movie yep. feels like a, a play. Like, that's what I love about his movies, that they feel like a stage play, you know? Yeah. And, like, I just think that this movie is absurd and crazy and fun and silly and great. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Okay. Did you see it? No. <gasps> it's, on, it's on uh, Amazon Prime right now for free. I will have to watch it. I would be curious. I don't know. I'd be curious because, like, I think people either hate this movie or they love it. I always like Wes Anderson films. Like I leave them because they're artsy, yeah, right? So I leave it. them. I whenever I'm consuming good art, I'm genuinely, generally mm. happy already. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we are. This is the movie that I I put at the top of my. I need to watch this before we record this because we okay. talked about it. We okay. joked about it. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, baby. Oh, you did. I watch watched it. it last night, wow. and I gotta say, it's bad. I liked it. Oh. <laughs> I surprise. I okay. Look, here's the thing. I didn't think you were going to say that. Too. I like Indiana Jones, and I recently this year rewatched all three, skipped the fourth because like mm. that one is bad. Like I don't think that's good. Um, okay. That's Crystal Skull. Or yeah, whatever. that's Crystal yeah. Skull. But I still have never seen it anyway. So. This feels like an Indiana Jones movie. I yep. don't think the plot is the most solid. I think the MacGuffin is kind of. Uh, an interesting I, – I, at first, when I was watching this, I was like, this MacGuffin is kind of stupid. But I'm just going to go ahead and say spoiler alert. The end of this movie – and at first, I was like, oh, I don't like this ending. But now, I do. Okay. <laughs> they the, the, the Dial of Destiny is this little dial that the mathematician Archimedes made. And of course. it can detect fissures in time. Yeah. Which so you can go back in time. Well, so that's what they think, right? And so the Nazis mm-hmm. want it because the Nazis are the villain again, and it's got yep. uh, Boyd Holbrook, who's the villain from uh, from uh, Logan, who's yep. fantastic. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen plays the main Nazi villain; he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is fantastic. Like, so it's got a great cast, and yeah. the MacGuffin they they want it because they think they can go back in time and like win World War Two. Yeah, but. At the end of the movie, you find out that actually all it does is detect time fissures that return to Archimedes' time. So Uh, you go all the way back. So this movie ends with – hang on because – hold on because I was thinking the same thing. This movie ends with the Nazis and Indiana Jones flying back to the siege of Syracuse in 214 BCE. And at first, I'm like, this is stupid. Like time travel, Indiana Jones is now back. But – he, they land, you know, villains are defeated, and they're getting ready to leave because you can return through the, the wormhole fissure thing. Rift, which Because yeah. it hasn't closed yet, which they've already, like, they established very well how the rules of this stuff work. So I'm like, okay, well, you got some time here. Like, we need to hurry up. And Indiana Jones has been shot. He's old. And this movie, like, does a really good job of being like, Indiana Jones is old now. Like, yeah. he can't do what he used to do, but he is still going to try. And, like, it works. Indiana Jones, as presented by the AARP. Okay, Basically. Yep. And okay. so he's like, I'm going to stay. Like, you guys go back to the future. Like, I'm going to die here because this is history. Like, and I, like, at first I was like, this is stupid. Like, why is, but then I was like, oh, 
Indiana Jones has studied history his entire life and everything has been related back to like the Christianity roots of like the older times and like Greek yeah. and, and things like that. And so like yeah. to him, he's like, I'm dying and I can sit here and look at history as I fade away. Yeah. And this is the stuff that I spent my entire life trying to protect. And now in my final moments, I get to witness it. But his goddaughter played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge is like, no, fuck you. You're coming back to our time. And then it has like almost like a second ending where it's it's just like it kind of wraps up really nicely because a big mm. point of this movie that I wasn't expecting was Indiana Jones grieving the loss of his son in Vietnam. Oh, you mean uh But Yeah. <laughs> and like I was really curious like he died off screen. But it's like really been weighing on me. I mean honestly like whatever. I yeah, like I mean, I'm a big Indiana Jones fan, and I gotta admit, like I, I, I actually enjoyed this one. Will I watch it again? No, but like, I'm glad I watched it. It's, you, <laughs> I love how like in the Indiana Jones universe, like it's always like somebody from like BC or like just on the other side of AD <laughs> figured out something <laughs> that no one else has ever figured out since. Like nobody else in the world figured out that there were time fissures, like. It's just like it's like mm. and and it's you know the films are science fiction is what where I'm really going with this. Like Indiana Jones films are science fiction action, right? Like I can they, see that. Be, and that's what it is. But then like there's the mysticism about it. But I love that this is a universe where like Archimedes who existed in a time where like he was I, I don't think Archimedes was Christian. He was like just a philosopher, right? He was right? just a mathematician. He was just a mathematician. And then there's so like there are time fissures but also like you can open up a chest and god will kill people yeah. for you you know mm -hmm. like i love it what a fucking wacky zany world i know and that's why i like it because it's also grubby as fuck though yeah well then also like the way that you're explaining it um this is just uh raiders of the lost ark again right because the yeah. nazis are like we have figured out a plan and then they get there and they're like our plan is yeah. not what we thought it was and it's like all right <laughs> The Got Nazis it. are the villains in every other movie, one, three, I, and five. They'd be such better villains if it didn't turn out that their plans were fucking stupid. Well, okay, I right? will admit like, the the nice twist to the Germans' plan in this one next is next time we will get the Holy Grail and live forever. Well, this guy actually <laughs> wants to go back in time, and he was gonna kill Hitler and take his place. Because I'm going to be worse than Hitler. Basically, like, all right, we're in July now. All right, go. Uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Did not. I. Need to because I like those okay. movies. Uh, so did not that did not. Uh, Barbie, good. Yeah, I liked okay. it. it I liked okay. it a lot. Okay. Um, Oppenheimer, still haven't seen. Yep. Uh, Same. Talk to me. Uh, have not seen. Want to see? I saw half of it and it was good, okay. and then I had to leave yep. the theater. I heard it was good. Haunted Mansion. Uh, skip. Uh, bad. Yeah, did not see. Skip. I did see it. It was bad. Why I did it come out in the summer? Uh, why did it come out on Disney Plus? Skip. Not at yeah, weird. Um, yeah, August wasn't spooky season. Wasn't time. Wasn't spooky season. All right, August. Uh, Teenage Maybe. Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Good. Good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I actually watched yeah. it a second time, and I still think it's good. I, it's good, very not much great, not bad. It, good. Yeah. I mean, once again, kids yeah. movie. Like, there's so many things that I think from this past year that I'm I'm looking back and as you're going through it, and we're just saying good, bad, or like didn't see. I'm like, I saw a lot of kids movies this year. Yeah, you did. Like, so did I though. I really did, but I was also with kids a lot this yeah. year. Yeah, makes sense. That, that makes sense. Oh my god, one of the best movies of the year. What? Meg to the Trench. 
Did not see. Good. So good. So good it's bad. So probably, bad it's good. Probably once again, it's a universe that I have no stake in. So. Yeah, but you should watch it, it. If if and when I you're probably gonna make me watch it at some point and mm-hmm. I'll just accept it. Like, yep. That's it. That's all I got Actually, I got another movie for you to watch other than Maybe. that one. We gotta get to it first. Okay. Uh did you ever watch The Last Voyage of the Demeter, the Dracula's on a boat? No, but I do want to see that. I, I kind of want to watch it too. Yeah. Um, Blue Beetle, I didn't see. I doubt you did. I did. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was good. Okay. Once again, it's a kid action film about a kid who becomes a superhero, and it's not bad. That's it. Okay. Oh, I got. Yeah. Uh, Gran Turismo. Oh, I want to see that. Did not see. It's out on. Uh, Prime, I think. I haven't seen it yet either. Cool. Um, all I'll right. We're into September. Hit me. Uh, Equalizer 3. I didn't even know there was an Equalizer 2. <laughs> the watch is back. <laughs> uh, Haunting in Venice. Good. Oh, uh, good too long. Too long. And people yeah. need to stop adapting the Agatha Christie plays where the first person you're introduced to is the culprit it makes like, it a little too easy to guess it's not that much of a twist yeah, yeah. like it, and, and not only that like i i've now that i've been in two different agatha christie plays um oh, yeah. and i've seen multiple agatha christie movies and poirot movies like now that i've seen them and i get how she wrote mysteries it's very very easy for yeah. me to be like oh okay but, but it's also very easy for me to see some of the more like Poirot sometimes isn't a great detective and is just free associating and gets lucky. Yeah. He's like he's like, Well, I knew that you were blackmailing yourself because the, yeah. who who would have done X, Y, and Z? Like and you're like, Ah, those didn't really I, I'm one of my favorite types of movies are like murder mysteries where like yeah. the detective comes in like knives out style. Yeah. And I really want like a a good murder mystery that's an actual mystery with a character like Blanc. Poirot. No, like yeah. Blanc from oh, like, ben Kni- Blanc. like yeah. yeah, from Knives Out. Like yeah, I agree like with that you. Too. Like I I don't like the Agatha Christie Perot Perot Poirot. Poirot movies. Poirot. God, I can't Poirot. Poirot. God, I can't speak. Because like Detective Poirot. For me, like him as a detective, <laughs> I don't find him that interesting. Like some Detective Parrot. Detective Parrot's not that interesting. I yeah. like Sherlock. I like detectives that have a little, a little sass, a little, a little something to their personality, and he's boring. Sherlock Holmes in the Sherlock in the Sir Arthur Co- Arthur Conan Doyle books does not have that much sass. By the well, way, I just like that Robert Downey Jr. New Sherlock version. Holmes, yes, new <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes has mm-hmm. sass. Okay. I can't wait for the third one. Um, okay, here we go. I know this movie. I okay. watched this weekend because I figured hey, I needed to. Expend for bowls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have not seen that. All right. I'm just going to talk about this one real quick. Okay. I... Real quick. 30 seconds. No, not that quick. Hold on. Let me just get this out because I feel like this has to be said somewhere. The first Expendables is a good time. It's a good time. Let's okay. be, let's, let's, I mean, like, let's be honest for a second. If you like action movies and like you like any of the action cast, whether it's Statham, Stallone, Terry Crews, you know, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, the good cast of The Expendables, right? Yeah. You can enjoy that movie for what it is. The second one, it falls apart a little bit. The third one is awful. And I was like, this fourth one is probably going to be bad, but maybe it won't. Yeah. I don't understand how this movie even got made. Full spoilers. For one, 
there is an entire scene in the beginning that only exists to remind you that Jason Statham's character and Sylvester Stallone's characters are supposed to be the bestest of friends that you've ever met in your entire life. Uh-huh. And then immediately after that, Stallone dies. Yeah. So that way that you can be motivated. But here's yeah. the problem with this entire movie, right? I can get down with, okay, Stallone's dead and the team wants revenge. I can get down with that it's kind of Statham's fault that the bad guy got away in that first mission where Stallone died. Yeah. Um, even though the bad guy literally teleported from the vehicle he was in to a sniper rifle that can shoot down a plane and then he was in a so helicopter dumb. leaving. But the thing is, the whole plot of this movie is that Stallone, 25 years ago, was a part of another Expendables team that got set up. And the original Expendables. <laughs> Expendable. Expendables. So, and then, the fourth incarnation of the Expendables team. So that mission that 25 years ago, a lot of people died or whatever, and there was a right. villain called Ocelot. Like, weird name. Whatever. And the file... That's an animal. Okay. The file it. on this guy, Ocelot, who has been committing terrorism for 25 years, mm-hmm. was sealed until everybody that was on that team... 25 years ago is dead so the mm-hmm. only file that can help identify who this guy is is sealed by every government agency involved until everyone is dead even yeah. though the person that they need to identify is still alive and committing terrorism mm. but okay well, that, was, that was in ocelot's fake will was yeah it, yeah it, of it, course it said he he had a will reading and he was like only yeah. when everyone <laughs> is dead may you open this file so flash forward so stallone's dead and uh-huh. Megan Fox is in this movie, by the way. Cool. And so she takes over the Expendables team and okay. Statham is out. Okay. So you have two teams that are obviously going to go for revenge and then meet at the end, right? That's what they're setting up. And that's of what they course. do, right? They go their separate ways. Well, Megan Fox's team gets kidnapped on a boat because they they're oh, par- no. they parachute into a boat, the, the Expendables team. And by the way, all these guys are old because Dolph Lundgren, Blade he's got – Dolph Lundgren's got a perspe- prescription scope and uh, pe- people, have to sh- people have to stretch before they, before they fight and oh stuff. Oh, my God. And so Megan Fox's The Expendables team gets captured. Jason Statham comes onto the boat and starts killing everybody. There's like a 20-minute sequence of just Jason Statham like just fucking people up, and that's the best part of the movie. It's just him. It's just martial arts, Jason Statham. Like it's – it's good. Like, I like it. That part it. was made for Odie. Yeah. But, okay, so this is where the movie... Just kind of... I'm speedrunning a lot of this, but this is... Mm-hmm. So they're on You're this... You're not speedrunning. We're, like, four minutes. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Odie. But, like, because this is... I just... I need to make sure I set this the scene. This is why I said 30 seconds. Just hang on. Well, if you would stop interrupting. You're like, we're just if you would stop interrupting. Bad... If you would stop interrupting. You know? I mean, that would be... I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so this is all to set up that... The CIA agent that the Expendables team is working on turns out to be Ocelot. Right? Oh my god, he's the bad guy, right? But here's the plan. He has a nuke on this ship that he has disguised, disguised as loose, as an American aircraft carrier by putting cardboard cutouts of airplanes and American flags and making it look like an aircraft carrier, though it's very much a cargo ship. Mm -hmm. And he's going to sail it to Russia and then set off a nuke to start Mm -hmm. World War III because he's going to be profitable. Here's the thing. While this is all going down and once all the Expendables are back together, there's a dead switch for the nuke. He throws it overboard. After the only transport on the entire boat for him to escape the nuclear blast is blown up, he takes the only device that can stop the device and throws it over the ship. And then when there's only 
three minutes left on the bomb timer, he still somehow thinks that if he kills Jason Statham, who's the only person left on the boat, that that'll somehow still make his plan work, even though, and he's going to get rich, even though he has no way to get off the fucking boat that has the nuke. Dude. Oh, oh that's the thing about the movie that you just explained no, for four minutes no, that had a on, bunch of problems hold on, in it? That's hold on. the thing? No, because then it gets worse. Because then, as he's about to fight- It gets worse? Yes, because then there's literally the- there's the worst dialogue in an action movie where he goes, come down here and fight me on the streets like a man, old school style. And they toss their guns over the boat. And style. as soon as they square up, Kevin, as soon as Ocelot and Jason Statham, this is the man that killed his best friend, Barney. He's about to get his revenge. Stallone just shows up and shoots him with a helicopter and then they fly off and the movie ends. This is this is old man revenge porn. Dude, did you... Stallone, who died in the first he might 10 be minutes. Old, but he's fucking no, no, no. tough. Hold on. Stallone, who died in the first 10 minutes, comes back at the very end on a helicopter I, I heard you. and shoots that. the main villain. And then I, him and Jason Statham are like, Where have you been? I liked you better when you were dead. You need a shower. <laughs> Credits. Great. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, wow. Moving I'm on. I'm definitely not watching that because I'm not getting that five minutes of my life back either. So. <laughs> Sorry. Well. Expendables I needed to. Are without, I am collateral damage from the, Dude, that movie's viewing. That is the worst movie I've seen this year. Yep. And I only watched it because I wanted to make sure I keep with my seeing every Jason Statham movie. But now yeah, I'm, questioning, I'm questioning that. Uh, bad. End of September, because um, I don't see anything else in September. Oh, Expendables was in September. Um, the Creator, I thought it was really good. I know you thought it was kind of average. Oh, yeah. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say it was bad. I'm going to say okay. all the reasons that you loved it. Yes, those were good. Did that counteract the fact that like the movie as a whole was like not well put together and didn't tie together and the message was really disjointed? No. That's so, fair. I can. That's a fair point. I mean, I've, I can see both sides of that coin. For me, it really hit. For others, not so much. Well, for yeah, like it's like um, you know, it's like some of the other movies that like I've seen in the past few years where I'm like, oh, visually that was brilliant, but I did not like Valerian and the, the Thousand Planets, Ugh. City of like that was visually brilliant, but, yeah, not, but not a good, good. movie. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah, I mean, thing. and also you and I don't always agree on movies, anyways, which is what makes this dynamic interesting. We should not disagree on movies all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or agree. Um, did you see Saw X? No, I did. Once again, I'm done with that. Like. Once something has a bad run, I'm kind of done with it. Like, I don't – someone someone has to be in my life that goes, no, but this one's actually good and we're going to watch it right now for mm. me to get back into it. And Saw had enough bad films where I was like, mm, no. Nope. I don't think I can tell you this one's worth – like, the first Saw movie is – I think the first Star Saw movie has a good message. But my problem with – I've only seen the first Saw movie, which is why I was like, well, maybe I'll see this and then maybe it'll make me want to watch the second one. But, like – I don't like torture porn, so... The first Saw movie doesn't even... Like, I went back and watched it, and it doesn't even have a good message. Like, the first Saw movie, like, there's that guy who's, like, a total wild card. In oh, wait, the not message. Scenario who, like, kidnapped the, like, family. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I didn't mean message. It I had mean, a I, nice twist. Yeah, that's that what it. I meant. Sorry, yeah. fuck. Woo, not message. The Saw movies... Dude, there's one of the Saw they movies... They never have a good message. He, like, literally puts somebody in a trap because they took antidepressants. Like, yeah, no, it like, does not... Like, the main villain is objectively a bad teach person. teach you to live if, yeah. if you're in My bad. It. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, I know neither of us have got to see yet. No, I want to see it so bad. Uh, but I'm waiting for streaming. Five Nights at Freddy's? Did not. I did, and I saw it twice, and I gotta admit, yeah. I think I told this to you when it came out, but, like, yeah. I ended up having to watch... <laughs> 
because my partner wanted me to an hour and a half like lore video and then we went yeah. and saw the movie mm-hmm. and then we went and saw it a second time with our friends mm-hmm. look it's a bad movie but i enjoy it okay um it's dude we're entering the time of the year where like i i was in the thick of adam's family rehearsals it's gonna get scarce a lot of work yeah i haven't like, seen a lot yeah. of these tours we're in november yeah and um i oh, didn't november i i don't, I don't... yeah here go we go ahead, for November. Uh, yeah. I didn't see the Marvels. Um, no, I didn't, I'm not seeing the Marvels. No, I didn't see Michael Fassbender's The Killer. I did see that. And? One of the best movies I saw all year, Okay, actually. I'm putting it Thank on my you, list. Fincher. I'm putting it on my list to watch yeah, this week. Yeah, David Fincher. Like, so great. Notes. And it's, ah, uh, it's like, because it's not an action film, uh, but it kind of, it, it's a drama about, uh, yeah, it's just really good. Okay. And like, I'm gonna put it on my list. Yeah, the I beats watch in it. it are good, and it's not fast paced, but it's good. Like, okay. Yeah. I like I like uh, David Fitchner, so I'm. Me too. I really Fight wanted Club, to watch baby. it. I just didn't get a chance to because I was deep into my job at the time. Also, Michael Fassbender does such a good job playing a character who's relatively isolated. I love him. I love film. Michael Fassbender. Like, yeah. Like, and, and and you're really you're following everything through his lens, and it's very like. I like how straightforward the film is. It's very good. I like that. Yeah. Um, Hunger Games. I never saw it. Oh, bad. Okay. Cool. Way too long. And there's like I told you already. There's so many things that happen in that movie that happen for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like like it happened like like there are things that happen. And I'm like, what was the motive there? And then why does that even matter? Like five minutes from now. Like, yep. I've heard yeah. nothing but like mediocre to bad things it's about bad. it. Yeah. Uh, Salt. The Burn. actors were pretty. <laughs> Yeah, right. Ooh. That was it. Eh. Uh, Saltburn, <laughs> I want to watch, but I haven't gotten to yet. Oh, uh, I want to see that too, yeah. Napoleon, I have no desire to watch. Oh, I do want to see Napoleon. Let me know if, you, if it's worth checking it's out. Gonna be, it's going to be an art house expose biopic. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, those like, aren't my I'm, favorites, honestly. I'm into it, but I already know, you know the whole story of Napoleon already. So I'm, really, what I'm interested in when I watch it is like, all right, cool. Are the battle scenes cool? Is Joaquin Phoenix good? I right, heard that like, it's like wildly they, inaccurate though, and, and uh, Ridley Scott was literally like, "I don't care if it's inaccurate; it's my movie." Yes, and I'm yes, like, "All right, definitely, man. <laughs> it definitely is uh, more fiction than historical for sure." <laughs> uh, did you see Wish? No, no, okay, no, um, that flew under my radar, and I'm, under everybody's radar. I'm not taking care of kids every day anymore, so yeah. there's no reason I watch it. All right, we are in December. Um, yeah. The big movie that was released on the first that. In a, for Americans was uh-huh. Silent Night, which we already talked about, and I'm like, I will not see it because it has a bad message. That's the one where like the guy's kid gets killed by a stray bullet, so then he just oh, goes yeah, around yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. everybody in sight. I yeah, I didn't see that. Um, but Godzilla minus one came out. I need under. to see that, dude. Did I, the more I think about it, mm-hmm. and I see some people's point where it's like it's overhyped. It's not as good as people mm-hmm. think. But one of my favorite parts about Godzilla is the st- mm-hmm. if. I think the human characters need to be compelling because mm-hmm. otherwise it's boring. And you kind of see that with the later Godzilla legendary movies, the ones yeah. like Mo- Godzilla King of Monsters and stuff. But this, yeah. like, like I said, when, when we talked about it, like the main character has believable PTSD. And I think this is yeah. one of the best angry boy versions of Godzilla. Like there are okay. moments in this movie that I feel like are legitimately like tense because you don't know where he's at. That's good. See, I like I like that, and I I I'm looking forward to watching it. I heard it was really good. Uh, I'm I'm gonna throw two movies in there because I know they might not be on your list. But this, uh, that was Waitress, the last one, actually. Okay, cool. Uh, Waitress the musical got released for screening, which you technically that? counts as a movie. It was yeah, shot yeah. For, for theater. Really good. Like Me too. absolutely, actually solid. Good. It's a good 
uh, movie. It has a really good message. Um, in an era where we're talking about like tailoring messages for multiple crowds, I think that there's a message for guys in this show. Um, in that like both of the male characters are not really redeemable until one of them is at the end. Uh, but there is there is a really good male character in it. Uh, not all of them are bad, and all of them are imperfect people. And then at the end, um, the lady ends up making like the main character ends up making a really great independent decision that uh, takes into account all of the people in her life. And I thought that was mm. just a really nice note to end things on. So it was good. Nice. Yep. And then uh, the boy and the heron. Oh, I need to see Which that. We've already talked about in depth. And uh, I haven't seen I th- it yet. I, th- I think overall, as a film goes, like if you were to ask me, is this a good movie? I would say no. And if you ask me, would you watch this again? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yep. that's I believe it's, that. It's a rare case where I'm going to say like people are going to give this movie high praise, but it is like so all over the place and weird. Uh, and and I don't it. think that it's like I think that it's a brilliant, beautiful film with great pacing that doesn't make a hundred percent sense like that's fair yeah uh, it's on my list but i probably have to wait for streaming at this point because yeah. i don't i am gonna catch up on movies at home mm-hmm. and then get ready because i think our next episode is going to be what's coming out in 2024 yeah which will give me an idea of what i'm in for because i am going to see one new release every single week sometimes i might even see two or oh, three good. Um, here's I, my question. Yes. Are we going to watch Rebel Moon? So here's what are I was. Are we going to yes, watch it? I'm going okay. to. It comes out in four. It comes out this Friday, and I'm going to watch it because here's the thing. Do I have to watch it? I. Mm, I looked at the poster and I was like, "This is not looking." Okay, good. so here's what I'm thinking, Kevin. I think we should do one of our previous attempts. At watch a movie yeah. while a little high. Being a little baked, yeah. And I'm, I think, I'm into that. And I think for Rebel Moon, because neither of us have seen it, and it could go legitimately either way. Because with Zack Snyder, I'll be honest, I I don't like Man of Steel, and I don't like Batman v Superman. Yeah, me neither. But I like Watchmen. I like 300. And yeah, but he, okay, hold on though. He, he did, that's, okay, the... Watchmen is a shot-for-shot remake of a graphic novel. Yes. If he had fucked that up, that would be 100% on him. Yes. Not fucking up something that you didn't really write is, Mm -hmm. like, in my mind, not the mark of a great director. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's someone who could do something correctly. And 300, same thing, right? Well, Frank Miller wrote that. So, So like, once again, he just, he just, he, he's proven that he can take other people's properties and, not not always, but sometimes not fuck them up. Well, that's what Man of Steel and Batman v Superman is. Because my point, my next actual point was going to be his version, like his movie that I've yeah. seen where he wrote the script is Army of the Dead. Yeah. I wasn't a fan, no, so here's. Good. But I but I did like his Justice League. But again, that's adapting other source material. So Rebel Moon is supposed to be in, from what I can tell, in his words, like his Star Wars. And as somebody who loves Star Wars and is very hit or miss on Zack yeah. Snyder, this is going to go either, I'm going to be like, this is fucking awesome, yeah. or this is fucking garbage. I Somebody sent me a picture that was the poster, and it said, fine, I'll go make my own Star Wars with blackjacks and hookers. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that, that seems accurate. It is. So I think, right. we should, I think we should watch it. I'm going to watch it on Friday. I'll um, watch it, 
this weekend, like this upcoming weekend, just because why not? But like, I'll write down my notes. No promises. Well, either way, I'm going to do it because I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, no promises from me. Um, um, also, things that are coming out, uh, speaking of which, yeah. I uh, Reacher Season 2 came out. Okay. And I know, okay, so a, a lot of people call, yes, I genuinely like Reacher. And here's why. I cool. typically am not a fan of the whole, here's an ex-military person. Here's all these skills. Yeah. He's also taller and bigger than everybody. And also yeah. he's the smartest person in the room. And also like, he'll save you from being kidnapped. And also he'll oh, shoot he you. also the smartest person in the room? Kind of. This version... I'm not going to like it if that's what's going on. Uh, like, I'm going to be like, mm. So kind of. Sometimes he, when he's in the room with like, I like this when he's in the room with like regular cops. Yeah, he makes them feel really stupid, but like other detectives can keep up with him. You know what I mean? Like that's fine. Yeah. So Reacher in the books is basically you know he's he's former military. He was yeah. a former military investigator, and like now yeah. he's in the civilian world. And his whole shtick is he doesn't have any possessions and he just wanders around helping people. And okay. the reason why Reacher as a show I actually kind of like is because for one, the guy who plays Reacher, Alan Richson, I love he was fad castle in blue mountain state and uh-huh. i think he is an incredible actor and i yeah, just no, yeah. love like he's the no, kind he's of a, guy he's a good actor that like if i met him and i could ask him one question i'd be like can you just give me a hug like you just look like you give incredible fucking hugs man yeah, like yeah, can yeah. i have one like yeah. and so this season and you don't need to see the first season at all okay. to watch this one this season i like because the first scene was in, was a mystery it was like who's behind this what's going on reacher's involved all yeah. this stuff right yeah. this season it's like oh here was like you get some flashbacks which i i'm a fan of of him in the military days with his military investigative team and now like he's teaming up with some of them in the current day so it's like a team up and like he's like I don't know, like it's I first three okay. episodes are out, and if you like that kind of stuff, like I said, typically I wouldn't be a fan of somebody that can beat up everybody in the room. Yeah. But with him, I don't know. There's just some I just kind of fucking like it. Yeah. I just I like I sometimes okay. I just like watching a man tear through people. Okay. I mean, dude, that makes sense. I mean, like, yeah, you like action films. Like I'm I'm not a huge action guy. Like I'll I can definitely like I can get down with an action film, but it's like if you give me the choice, I'm looking for like psychological thriller or, mm. or absurd comedy. You know, like I'm going one one extreme or the other really is where like I usually fall. Like I don't kind of I don't really fall on like the mundane humor or the everyday stuff or like action. Mm. No, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, this is just I don't know. I'm not a usually like I said, like the, the John Wick thing. And yeah, I mean, but with this one. I don't know. It's a prime show and prime mm-hmm. can usually be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And then Monarch, which I'm still watching Whatever. for some reason. Yeah. Is that your jam? Was Reacher season 2 and Monarch? And oh, and um I watched Expendables, I watched Indiana Jones, and then I watched Transformers Rise of the Beast. And the only thing I want to say about Transformers Rise of the Beast cuz I got out my rant on Expendables was there was a yeah. moment in this movie Pete Davidson voices a character, spoilers. Um, yeah. This movie is no, just, that. it's so he interesting. the Mirage character, right? So Mirage Remember? dies, right? And he, yeah. he okay. dies protecting the main human person. And uh, I was watching that scene, and I'm sitting right where I'm at now, looking to my right, and I, I watched Mirage die, and Peter Dinklage plays the villain, and I was like, oh, man, like, I already knew Mirage died. And I was like, okay, like, I don't yeah. give a shit. And yeah. so I, I had a text message, and I looked down, 
and I'm not kidding, Kevin, because it was it was actually it was a message from you. I'm pretty sure. And um, I I just looked at it. I didn't reply. I, I looked at it. So I'm talking maybe five to ten seconds. I'm looking down. Mm -hmm. I looked back up, and the main human character is wearing Mirage as a robot suit, fighting other robots. And I was oh like, God. okay, I'm into this. And okay. the rest of the movie from there was where I was because I was I was baked. And like, yeah, it, a lot of this movie was already unintentionally funny, but then the then right after that scene bumblebee who died earlier in the movie jumps out of an airplane and the song don't call it a comeback starts playing and he oh just, my god oh my god it's so bad i loved it yeah i would never watch it again but it was yeah. funny and yeah. that's all i gotta say and that's my jams okay cool uh my jam is that uh sleep token got new masks this week oh, that was a what? fucking trip yeah dude they they played at the ovo in uh wembley and oh wow and they got new masks. They announced it. And I'm so glad that I got tickets in the orchestra for fucking Radio City Music Hall because now ticket sales, like when they had put the new masks on, they were like a new era. And like something's going to happen next year where like I think they're going to announce something big or like, you know, like a bigger tour or whatever it is. I but hope like, so. They, um, I'm just so pumped that I got those tickets to Radio City Music Hall when I did because I was like, oh, shit, they're doing something. Um, I want, aren't they going to Red that's Rocks, That's my jam too? this week. That's my jam. What? Aren't they going to Red Rocks? Yeah. That's my jam this week that. is that Sleep Token is up to some – like, what a cool band. They're taking, like, the momentum that they have and the publicity that they have and the new reach that they've found, and they're just doing something cool with it. And <laughs> there's not, like, a million interviews – going out like they're not doing crazy press kits all the time they're not showing up on tv shows like they're just they're just doing whatever it is that they're doing and people are loving it and then they're going cool we'll keep doing that um and i just love that about that band i think that they're really good uh my other jam this week is fargo uh because okay. season five is amazing and I love uh, Noah Hawley, who uh, created and wrote the show. It's based off of the Coen Brothers film of the same name, Fargo. I've seen I that. I've never seen that. Okay. That's, yeah. So the first season is kind of like the original movie, but it, I think it's better. It's got Billy Bob Thornton and Martin mm, Freeman. Uh, Martin, Sheen, Martin Freeman. Yep. Um, the second season is where it really starts to branch out. You have like Nicholas Offerman in the cast. And like oh, wow. now this season, all of a sudden, like, you have all of these amazing actors like Steve from Stranger Things is in this and he plays not Steve from Stranger Things. And like John Hamm plays a character that he's never played before. Um, and like it's just cool seeing these people play different characters and seeing the way that they film it and the way that they set it up. And it's just yeah, it's so fucking it, I, Fargo is really, really good. I could watch any season of that show again. I've, I think I've watched season one twice and I think I've watched season three twice and that's it. But like, it's just so good. Like a big recommendation on Fargo. I love hmm. the Coen brothers. Like, I just love uh, that, yeah. that kind of movie. They are hit or miss for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a no country for old men, big Lebowski kind of guy. I love big Lebowski mm -hmm. and I love no country for old men, but I oh, don't like the ballad of Buster Scrooge. Scruggs. Uh, Scruggs. Um, I wasn't a big fan of hail Caesar. Oh, I loved Hail Caesar. I wasn't a fan. So, I mean, like I said, hit or miss. I mean, I think yeah. I think Big Lebowski is a good movie. I love the Coen brothers, and I love, like, all the weird things that they do. Like, it just, like, the dialogue that they write is it's very unique. Uh, the way that they present scenes is very unique. And then I love what Noah Hawley's doing it with, with it because it's just, like, I'm I'm entertained the entire time. I'm either – I'm laughing during dramatic moments that have <laughs> punchy comedy. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just good. 
No, I mean, their cool. writing is, I do, I do like their writing, but sometimes their stories just, I'm like, yeah, but yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I, I, I get that. Like it, it isn't for everybody. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. All right, cool. Fun. How do you feel? Uh, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. There, there was a lot this year. It, I actually realized that I didn't watch as much as I thought I watched. Me either. Um, Looking which at is this. good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, so I was going like, to say this. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Keep going. No, you're good. I was going to say, um. I go through periods where I either for movies specifically, mm-hmm. I'll go through like a year or two where I'll watch some of the new releases, but I'll miss a bunch of them. And then I'll go through a year, which is the year I'm coming into where I'm like, I want to watch everything. Yeah. And so I'm actually really excited this next year. Cause I have, I have no clue. Like when we go over the movies coming out next year, I genuinely yeah. don't remember what's coming out next year, except yeah. for King Kong versus Godzilla part two or whatever because i saw the trailer today but that's it Uh, yeah i i'm looking i keep looking at this next year and i think part of the you know you and i were talking about it before this podcast i think part of the reason i've been really restless lately lately is i know next year is a different pattern for me than i've ever had before like i get to prioritize a full-time job the way that i never have had the opportunity to do and there's a lot of opportunity for success and failure there um and i'm and like I guess I, I can talk about it here. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me uh, over the past couple months since the Adams family wrapped up asking me, cause like as Adams family was wrapping up, I was like, Oh, this feels really good. I love doing these projects. Theater's awesome. I do have like a passion for this and I really enjoy the process of bringing a character to life and like going through what it would mean to present the best version of that character with me playing them for an audience you know like i really enjoy that process i love working with directors on it i love working with other actors and figuring out how they're playing their character and how that might affect mine or if we can do it a little bit differently like it's just it's so cool and immersive and what a great thing and i expressed interest in a number of auditions and since then have had a lot of people reaching out like oh you should come out for this you should come out for this you should come out for this like and each one of those i've then looked at the rehearsal schedule and I remembered where I was at with my rehearsal schedule with Adam's family in October and how much time it was taking, which is like, that's fine. It takes time to put on something good, but like I'm looking at it and I'm like, I just can't prioritize a project like that. And then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to prioritize next year? And the answer for me was, I just want to put myself in a, in better standing in life than I've ever been in which might mean that I have less time on the docket for things like sitting down, watching shows like, and and that's why I'm kind of, that's another reason that I'm getting more into like literature now. And the schedule that I've been able to forge kind of uh, it, it leverages uh, work and workout time and study time over anything else. It's almost like I'm going into this weird, like, mid thirties college type situation again, where I'm like learning a lot and I'm very active, but I'm not necessarily going out and doing a lot of the things that I would normally do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's why I'm, I'm why honestly, I'm kind of excited for next year because I'm yeah. going to, I'm in a point where I'm ramping up for my yeah. short film. I'm going to, uh, after a couple months of figuring out if I really wanted to move forward with the story and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be launching hopefully in the next few months. So like, for me, I'm like, this is the year where I'm just going to see everything good or bad because good. I did this in 2021. So it's been mm-hmm. a couple years. And in 2021, I just had a good time doing it. Like even yeah. seeing 
the bad movies like can be kind of an interesting experience yeah and uh yeah i don't know i i, I like the di- that dynamic though i think that's cool i think yeah yeah, because I either do- consume or I just don't consume at all. Like, I either watch Same. movies and TV shows or, like, I don't do – or I'm just, out, like, doing my own stuff, my own creative stuff, you know? Yeah, Same. So I've, I, I've been having to remind myself to, like, watch things lately. And yeah. and as I'm doing that, I'm like, uh, is that worth it? Or maybe you should just, like, go do the other things that you should be doing. So I think that's where I'm yeah. leaning. You know, like, who knows what next year is going to bring. But I definitely know a lot of cool and interesting people have come – across my path you know over the course of the past couple months and like it's it's forming up to be a really interesting and fun year in a very different way than it has been in a long time like you know it's it's a whole other podcast like for you and i to get back (laughs) into this but like but ultimately like i don't have an xbox i'm fine with that i i don't i actually don't have a. can i tell you something i don't have a tv my ex my xbox is in the closet in a yeah. box wrapped up in a suitcase because dude. I was tired of being distracted by it. Yeah, dude. I, I don't have like a TV right now. Like I don't have anything other than like the books and my notebooks and the stuff that I need to go and show up and like right. do some combat training, you know? So, well, here's the beauty of me seeing everything that's going to come out next year. I will be able to tell, tell you, I can tell you, Hey, you should, you should go see this one. Mm. You know That'd what I mean? Nice. Like, and I and I'm the kind of person that like, if it's a movie, like if I saw what's a movie I liked this year that I didn't like love, uh, the creator I encourage people to go see because I genuinely really liked that one. But like, uh, you know, like John Wick Four, right? Enjoyed that movie. But I, if somebody had been like, oh, how was it? Actually, yeah. my friend Mark did. He was like, oh, how was it? And I was like, it's good. And he's like, do you think I should go see it in theaters? And I was like, mm, are you like a massive John Wick fan? And he was like, uh, not really. And I was like, then you could probably wait. Like it was good, don't yeah. get me wrong. But like, would I tell people that you need to go, you need to go see this in theaters? No, no. So yeah. I'll let you know what you need to go see in theaters. Don't worry. Well, thanks. I appreciate I you. that. First one on the list, Fast X Part Two. No. <laughs> I might ne- no. No, 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 Cut it. it doesn't even We're come done. out We're next done. year. We're okay. No <laughs> Fast X. Yeah, that's it. Now, just a quick no on that one. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. Are we pausing the recording? Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Oh, no, you're good. I thought you meant...